Welcome to the Master's Plan Your Partner podcast, sponsored by Master's Plan Church Design and Construction with headquarters in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We partner to build and renovate churches all over the United States with a trusted reputation and a proven process. Master's Plan is passionate about becoming your trusted partner. Now let's join our hosts, Rodney James and Miss Kim. Welcome back to Master's Plan, Your Partner Podcast. My name is Kim Spence-Mullen. Rodney James is the founder and president of Master's Plan Church Design and Construction. And we love to talk with you about how to take this vision that God has given you as a pastor, the church leader, and the shepherd, and really turn it into everything it can be. You know, that's the whole idea of having a partner come alongside you. And, you know, I wanted to encourage you too that when you go on the website for Master's Plan, there is so much free, valuable information, videos, Master's Plan University. You will definitely feel like you have um, gone through the right training when you watch the videos. And of course, the podcast, when you go back through the podcast and listen, the whole point of all of this is um, not just to fill time. <laughs> it's because we know that education, that these things matter and make a difference. Um, we want pastors to be successful. We want you to be able to take that vision and um, rope it into exactly what God has for it to be. In fact, I wanted to read a quote from, this is Dr. Ron Johnson, who's the senior pastor of Livingstone's Church in Crown Point, Indiana. And um, he writes, after working with Rodney on our $3.5 million expansion and renovation project, I felt like I had been pastored through the whole process. Rodney is a great communicator, very accessible, highly relational, and operates with the highest level of personal integrity. His love for Christ and the church is the driving force behind his work. Rodney is deeply devoted to making sure your project is done with excellence, on time, and under budget. It was absolutely a joy to work with him. What a Beautiful compliment, Rodney. And I, you know, I, I love to read that because, um, again, I always say that on here, but your heart is as a pastor is really to, um, help them be successful, to be that partner because you've been there, you've done that. And, um, I think about churches all over the country that you've been able to work with and are in the process of. And what a, beautiful part to know that you have with the kingdom that's happening. It's a joy. It's a, it's a calling on my life. It's a passion that I have and uh, get up every day, love to come to work, love to serve pastors and serve churches. And, you know, Pastor Ron is just one of those guys that you encounter along the way that we've developed a tremendous relationship with. We're actually designing phase two for him. It'll break ground uh, wow. here in about four months uh, on phase two. We did the phase one uh, about four years ago and uh, God's just put his hand on that ministry and um, they've, they've grown. And so much quicker than we anticipated, he's awesome. getting to do phase two. And it's exciting. I mean, that's that's what we're here for. We're here to really be a to shepherd pastors through this process, yeah. to become a partner that walks with them through a journey that has a lot of uh, po- potential landmines, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, potholes mm-hmm. that can really... Uh, 
uh, damage ministry and leadership equity and all of those things. And, you know, I just, my heart is let's avoid all of those things and let's take the right steps in the right order. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's unpack all of this information. Let's make it available to them. You know, there are some pastors who can sit down and go through all of this and they've got some guys around them and they can take this information and they can, they can run with it to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are other pastors who will listen to some of this and go, okay, I just need help. And that's what we're here for. We're here to be a partner to walk with them and help them take the right steps in the right order. The um, website is mpchurchdesignbuild.com. You can go on there for that free information. The podcasts are on there. And again, we've been covering the timeline. So I always say, go back and listen to from the very beginning, because that's where you're going to get a lot of this great information. You can also call them at 918-379-4917. Well, the the process we're going to talk about today in the timeline is completing the design. Boy, we've covered a lot of great information on the budget and um, funding, the capital campaign, due diligence and feasibility, interview lenders, and then casting vision for the project. But now we're completing the design. Is this one of the most exciting parts? It's one of the most detailed parts <laughs> okay. of the process. And... Um, you know, the exciting parts are kind of those parts where we get the concepts, which we do in the due diligence and feasibility process. Mm-hmm. Pastor gets to re- roll those out in the vision casting process. So that's where everybody really gets excited. And now we kind of have to go back and put all the details in. So okay. we've given the concepts, we've given what the building's going to look like or what the renovated area is going to look like, what the expansion's going to look like. We've given those kind of pictures, renderings that Pastor has used to cast vision. Now we have to come back and we have to finish what is, in order to get a building permit, in order to get all the details for how this building is going to go together or all the details for how the renovation is going to take place, um, now we've got to begin to put all those details in a set of drawings that can be used, again, to secure the permit and actually build or do the construction. And so I, 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 as we think about completing the design, you know, the, the first and foremost bit of information I would give is you need to make sure that your team has unity on all the concepts that you've come to. Sometimes this may be months later, right? We did the concepts, we did the due diligence and feasibility. Mm-hmm. Then they worked their way through the capital campaign process. Mm-hmm. They have cast the vision. So they've spent some time in that fundraising process. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it may it may take six months. It may take two months. Some people go right into the design process. Others, you could stay there for a year, a year and a half. Okay. So as we think about now we're getting ready to take this next step, the funding is all in place. We know we were been able to raise the funds that we need. The amount of the loan that's available to us will fund the project. Now we're ready to step in and start this design process. We need to make sure that everything that we talked about previously, all the details that we decided, the floor plans, all of that are locked down. Because once we start into the design process, we engage multiple people in that process. So the architect is involved. We have mechanical engineers, electrical engineers, plumbing engineers, structural engineers, acoustical engineers. We have AVL consultants. We have all of these different people that are at the table Mm -hmm. making decisions based on this concept plan that we did, starting to put details into, into drawing sheets. And if we come back in two months after they work for two months and say, hey, we want to move this wall or we want to make this bigger or we want to expand this... Everybody on that team has to back up. Mm. 
the light switch changes, the placement of the light fixtures changes, the placement of the HVAC ducting may change, all structural changes, all those things, we have to back all the way up, that costs money. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure that before we start into the design process, the concepts that we have come up with in the due diligence, feasibility, and concept design process through the from the programming and all the questions that we've asked and the discussions that we've had is locked down. And then we kind of start off into a two, there's two phases to construction. The first is called design development. And that's where the church is going to be very involved because Mm -hmm. we're making a ton of decisions about every detail of the building, every door. Will it have a window in it? Will it not have a window in it? Is it going to be wood? Is it going to be metal? What kind of door handle is it going to have on? Is it going to have a lock? Is it going to have a privacy set? Does it have to be a crash bar to meet code? All of those details, floor coverings, wall coverings, colors, all of the details of every piece of the design goes into that design development phase. So the church is very engaged. I always say it's the time we'll get to answer a thousand questions. <laughs> and um, and it's done through a very distinct process. Mm-hmm. Uh, we walk through every piece of that with them. Uh, many of those meetings, I sat down in there with the team and just go piece by piece, room by room. Well, here's what we're doing here. Here's what we're doing here. Here's what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Let the team have input on that process as we go through it. Uh, being guided through the process, not saying, hey, what do you want? Yeah. It's saying, this is what we would normally do here. This is why we normally do this here. This is why we normally put this handle on this door. This is why we normally put carpet here or polish the concrete or put linear vinyl tile or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We walk them through the what and the why, and then they can make a decision. Uh, based on um, you know what their desires are and what they see, how ministry is going to function in those particular areas. And so the design development process usually takes about two to three months. Uh, again, just a ton of details. It's where the flat floor plan becomes a vertical building. The model is being built. The, mm-hmm. the, all of the details are being applied. And then the second piece of that is what we call the construction document phase. And this is where all the detailed documents how every piece of the building fits together, how every window is installed in the building, how every door frame is done. All of those details, uh, roofing details, all of those things are going into the documents. The church doesn't care about any of that stuff or shouldn't care about any of that stuff. It's all the details that we need to know how all the pieces are going to fit together when we show up on site and all the parts are laying on the ground. It's the, it's the master key to how it all fits together. And so in that process, the church kind of becomes much less involved. So there's a period now of about another two to three months that we're in this detailed design process and everybody's looking at each other's drawings. Where's the HVAC duct going versus the fire line versus the electrical conduits? And where is the structure sitting? All of those details are being meshed together into a final set of plans that we get to take and present to the uh, authority with jurisdiction, whether that be the city, the county, the state, to begin to get the uh, permit, secure the permit for the construction. And depending on the scope and complexity of that, that whole process can take anywhere from four months to six months. And um, there's just a lot of details, a lot of decisions that have to be made during that process. When you have special 
things like, let's say, a um, like a children's area that's for children with special needs right. or different things, or even um, for seniors, you're going to have different requirements. Right. Um, that's all part of what you guys It's do. all a part, yeah. yes. Yeah. And, you know, some of that gets pulled out in the programming mm-hmm. early on and the due diligence mm-hmm. and feasibility, and the concept is there. Now we have to put all the details around that. You know, mm-hmm. special needs, we need to define what's going to take place in that room. When is that room being used? What uh, types of needs uh, are we trying to meet mm-hmm. with uh, providing this facility? Mm-hmm. And so all of those things matter. I mean, every one of those details, especially in a like a special needs room, right. um, there are so many things that we have to think about when we design those spaces. Mm-hmm. And so all of those details, this is the time that all those questions get asked mm-hmm. and the answers get uh, turned into details in a drawing that makes sure that when the final product is delivered to the church, that it facilitates the ministry uh, that they do. That's kind of another piece of this in yeah. that having the right partner as you go through this design process mm-hmm. is to make sure that we are designing to meet the ministry needs. It's it's const, It's a constant um, process to say, if we do this, if we put this in this room, mm-hmm. does that help us facilitate the ministry that's going to take place here? Right. And so yeah. all of the finishes, all of the colors, all of the access to these spaces, mm-hmm. all of those things matter with a, when we think back about why are we, again, the why yes, yes. are we designing this building? And so there are many, many church buildings that have gotten designed that don't really facilitate ministry. They look great. They're beautiful buildings, but nobody had a ministry mindset when they were designing Mm -hmm. to say, hey, this isn't going to work on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. This isn't going to work when we've got to get 400 kids and parents through this space on Sunday morning in the 20 minutes between our service. We need to think about how that's going to work. So many times I come into buildings uh, built even just two years ago, three years ago, Mm -hmm. that didn't work day one. Mm -hmm. And now we're doing a renovation project to fix a brand new building, a three-year-old building or a five-year-old building, because it wasn't designed for ministry Mm -hmm. um, in in that process, in this design process. So Mm -hmm. it's really important to make sure that you have somebody who understands ministry that is designing your building. That's why Master's Plan is a partner in the process Master's Plan Church Design and Construction, based out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, serving the entire country. Of course, I think you said right now you have, is it eight different states that you're building in? Yes. And so anywhere that you are listening to this podcast, we encourage you, uh, go online and have access to all the free materials. There are videos through Master's Plan University. You will get an education about this entire process. Listen to all the podcast because we're doing the right steps in the right order through the timeline. This is a specific timeline. You're not going to go on other websites and find. This was specifically uh, given by God to Rodney as he began this company. Rodney, I love the story. When you started this company, God really the Holy Spirit downloaded this entire vision for you to be able to walk through and partner with 
the pastors. No doubt. This is not anything I've come up with. God just, uh, I, I remember the day it was in, in June, August, uh, I was sitting in my living room one morning early and the Lord just began to download some things. I actually had a legal pad, a yellow legal pad there. I grabbed it, started writing. There was five pages worth of information when I was finished. And when I looked at it, it was like, all of a sudden this makes sense. Mm. I see all the mistakes that, um, the typical process had been has been making for decades, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the church world. You know, in a corporate world, if we design a building and it's five hundred thousand more than what we thought it was going to be, we just go borrow more money. Mm-hmm. You can't do that in the church world. And so I watched that happen so many times that a pastor, again, shows pictures, shares a vision, and then all of a sudden, after you go find out all these other things that nobody asked the right questions for early on have expenses to them, all of a sudden now we can't build what we showed the congregation. My heart is helping them avoid that, those common missteps that happen in the typical timeline process. And as that, that was uh, downloaded. I have the the image of the yellow legal pad. I, so many, I can tell you, so many great things have happened with the yellow legal pads right. that God has given to men and women to um, for ministry. And so, let me give you the website. That's mpchurchdesignbuild.com. The phone number is 918-379-4917. And again, in this timeline, we're on completing the design. This is a specific part of the timeline as we've come through the right steps have been uh, the budget and funding, the capital campaign, due diligence and feasibility, interview lenders. And I'm naming these things, but these are all parts of the process. So when you go back and you listen to the podcast, you can hear the details of each of these that we've been really um, able to break down. And we want you to really get a concept of that. But you can call them or get online and go ahead and set up a, a time for them to actually walk through this with you so that you have a partner in the process. And we are so grateful that you've joined us today. We're going to take some more time and talk a little bit more about completing the design as we move forward. But thank you for joining us for Master's Plan, Your Partner Podcast. Thank you for listening today. For questions about your building project, go to our website, mpchurchdesignbuild.com and click contact master's plan church design and construction let's build the kingdom together this has been a your story speaks production everyone has a story let us help you share yours contact us at yourstoryspeaks.com